The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show on our Northwest Network. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, we send out a short five or six minute video in the middle and the end of every month. Uh, go to our website to get signed up for that, northwestquadrantwealth.com. A little box will pop up, and you can put your email info in there. And that's the only thing that we'll send you. We don't send any other marketing or any of that kind of stuff, mostly because Josh and I are too lazy to do such. We just do the video and uh, send that out, and it's just us talking about what we think is going on in capital markets. A lot of it has to do with sort of what we're doing with our portfolios and our clients' money and, and how what's going on in the world is affecting that. So if you want to get signed up for that, go to the website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. This comes from the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, and this might explain um, some of the problems we're having in the labor market when you go out to your local restaurant. Uh, From the beginning of the pandemic in March of 2020 through June 30th of this year, an, an estimated 3 million American workers retired early, earlier than historical trends would have forecasted. These excess retirees were also, or mostly older workers, and some concerned about the risk of getting infected while continuing in the workforce. Others attributed the surging value of their homes and stock portfolios as the driving force in their early retirement. So, um, you know, this is this is obviously part of the problem is that, uh, you know, people that are were big contributors to the workforce. I mean, when you think about people in their early 60s, if they might have retired in their early 60s, these were big contributors. No offense to you all that are in their 20s, but you don't contribute nearly what people in their 60s do to the workforce in terms of productivity and uh, just general contribution. Uh, And that's not my opinion. It's just fact. And um, you'll get there someday, people in your 20s. But you got to go to work every single day and you got to show up on time and you got to cut your hair and all that stuff. So uh, and that's that's driving part of the problem in the labor market. I will say that we have some concern um, because we have clients making big one-time withdrawals. So, so we have clients that are set up to take monthly income from their portfolios that they're using to live on. But because stocks have done so well, they're saying, oh, well, my account's done so well, I can take an extra fifty dollars or $60,000 to buy a pickup truck or, or whatever, go on a vacation. Uh, and that's not how withdrawal rates work. So there's a lot of people, because asset prices have done so well, stock prices, house prices, or whatever, that have said, oh, I can afford to retire. Uh, and I would just tell you that if you retire at a a bull market peak, it can be very scary when the market rolls over and you're 60 years old or 59 or 61 years old and you have the rest of your life to live and you've retired uh, and you you don't have a lot of wiggle room. So hopefully that's not you. We saw a particularly egregious example this week where uh, someone on a fixed income took out you know, 70000 gross <laughs> uh, to buy a truck with a down payment. You know, you can go borrow money. You, 
you're essentially getting paid to borrow relative to In interest inflation. rates and inflation uh, the, or the APR that you pay and inflation. Why would you dramatically harm your future retirement returns uh, early in your retirement trajectory in the midst of a ra ra raging bull market uh, to you know, m pay that off? It doesn't make sense to me. Well, I mean, I would probably submit that the, that the truck was probably not affordable to begin with, and that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. All right. So uh, we there was a list that we saw that was pretty interesting. So and it probably it applied to a lot of the things that we see. So the list is you're probably making at least one of these three retirement mistakes. Uh, the first one is deferring taxes. And so, Josh, why don't you explain when when we see deferring taxes, that means planning for retirement, people that are my age or your age, deferring too much money in taxes. Yeah, so this is more applicable to those of you in the accumulation stage, meaning you know, you're know you socking away money and expectation of having a big pool of uh, uh, retirement assets later. This is where we sort of differ from a lot of your CPAs out there because we see uh, in practice sort of the experience of people that have uh, preferenced retirement, pre-tax retirement contributions. Uh, at the expense of everything else, we have uh, a lot of clients out there that have almost virtually no after-tax assets in retirement. So every dollar that they pull uh, comes from some version of a pre-tax account. So, of course, they're paying ordinary income on any distribution. And those one-time expenses, you know, I just highlighted the, the example of the truck, but whatever it is, it's an RV, a roof. Uh, if all of that money is coming from a pre-tax retirement account, you are gonna get hammered in the years when those inevitably, you know, when those inevitable expenses, whether they're planned or not, uh, arise. And that's where you know we differ differ very dramatically from the advice of a lot of CPAs out there who don't get to see the distribution process in action, and they're just looking at that uh, benefit to your marginal tax rate uh, now. In, now. Uh, in lieu of thinking about it uh, comprehensively. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know about you, but. I think most people would agree that tax rates are in the future going to be higher. I mean, I think tax rates in my retirement years will be higher than they are today. Oh, it's an especially applicable for people out there that have rental income and, uh, you know, pension streams, whatever it may be, that have significant baseline taxable incomes already. I mean, so, you know, don't just take our word for it. We, I mean, we have clients uh, that are in this position. And, you know, let's say we have a client with four million bucks. All of that in qualified money, meaning retirement accounts, when that, that person takes it out, it's going to be ordinary income versus the client that has $4 million of after-tax money, meaning it, you know they're, they're going to pay capital gains, maybe just on the gains. Um, there's a big difference in what those two people's retirement looks like. And so you know, we're not saying to not save in qualified plans. That's not what we're saying at all. Both of us max out our contributions. But so many people focus solely on that and they neglect the after-tax savings. After-tax savings, the other thing about it, it gives you optionality uh, before you turn 59 and a half because you can access that money. So think about it with after-tax money saving. You can invest that exactly the same way you do the rest of your money. And in our case, we invest that money in ETFs that track indexes, so they're very tax efficient. Um, you can be you can be very tax efficient in, in how you're investing that money, but it gives you lots of optionality, and it gives you uh, a, another pile of money that you can access in retirement and and do a lot better job controlling your taxes. All right, the second thing is most people are neglecting their year-end planning as it relates uh, to all to their investments, to their HSAs, to their retirement plans, whatever it might be. Most people are neglecting that. So if you have taxable money, 
um, you should be doing tax planning. So this is the time of the year that, you know, I have these big lists on my desk that we're going through our non-qualified, our taxable accounts, and we're going through there and we're doing any tax loss harvesting that we can do. So we're trying to minimize our clients' taxes on their taxable investment accounts for the year 2021. And we do that every single year, starting late October through December, um, to try to minimize that. And most people, you know, it doesn't require a lot of effort, uh, but it can save you a lot of money. So the amount of money or the amount of time you're you're going to have to put into this relative to the dollars you'll save is well worth it. The other thing I'll tell you is most financial advisors don't do this year-end planning on their taxable investment accounts. Um, they just are too lazy and they just sort of have everything set it and forget it. So you, if you do have a financial advisor, you should be urging them to do it. And then um, the last thing is a lot of you are ignoring long-term care and healthcare costs in retirement. So what I would tell you is, I, I we don't believe in um, long term long term health long term care insurance. We just think it's too expensive relative to the benefit you're going to get. Uh, if you have an old policy, keep it. But buying new long term care insurance doesn't make any sense. What I do and what Josh does is we max out our our contributions to our health savings accounts if that's an option uh, for you. That's something you absolutely should be doing because that's another pile of money. Think about it like a Roth IRA for your health care expenses. It's a place where you can go and get money on a tax-free basis after it's grown tax-deferred um, to pay for those health care expenses, including uh, premiums, those kind of things. All right. If you want to be part of the show, call us, 877-670-7117, or you can always go to our website, financialfocusradio.com, and send us an email. If, if you'd like to take us home on a free retirement review, call our office, 800-743-0988. When we come back, we're going to talk about minimizing taxes when you inherit money. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. best way to predict the future is to create it. What are you doing to ensure your life is filled with vitality, vigor, and vision? Join AARP for our 2021 Vital Aging Conference. Enjoy thought-provoking sessions on issues that matter to you, from brain health and aging in place to fraud and personal growth. Get information, tools, and inspiration to design the life you want. Pick your sessions and connect with others during this free event. Vital Aging 2021 is November 17th and 18th. Register for free at aarp.org slash 
It's time to pray for snow. Celebrate the winter season at 10 Barrel Brewing Eastside on Saturday, November 13th from 5 p.m. till 10 p.m. with live music featuring Andy Frasco and the UN, Sophistafunk, and DJ Indica featuring 10 Barrel TV, a mashup of winter videos featuring professional athletes Curtis Cizek, Eric Jackson, Lucas Walks, and Kate Zella. Bring your skis and boards for free waxing bike tactics and enjoy Pray for Power Winter Ale with proceeds benefiting Protect Our Winters. Details at 10 Barrel com in today's expensive real estate market it's easy to wind up paying too much for a place to live that's why alpine meadows townhomes is a smart move they have washer dryers in the two and three bedroom units designer kitchens that please one two or three bedrooms and approved pets allowed they're more affordable than all those brand new townhomes google alpine meadows townhomes on northeast 6th and bed professionally managed by norris and stevens there's an easier place to find affordable housing in Bend. Discover Mountain Glen Apartments and make them your comfortable home. Mountain Glen Apartments are conveniently located with washers dryers in their two and three bedroom units and designer kitchens. You can pay more, but you cannot get more value than at Mountain Glen Apartments on the corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. To learn more, Google Mountain Glen Apartments. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. ABC Wednesday. Your favorite artists are back together for country music's biggest night. This is incredible. The CMA Awards with performances by country's biggest stars. Eric Church, Miranda Lambert, Jimmy Allen, Blake Shelton, and collaborations you'll only see here. Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood. Chris Young with Kane Brown. Luke Bryan hosts the CMA Awards live Wednesday, 8, 7 central on ABC and stream next day on Hulu. By texting 64,000, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Ucora. Message and data rates may apply. No purchase required. TNC and privacy policy found at Ucora.com slash TNC. I've always gotten UTIs. Cranberry products never worked for me, and I felt like I was out of options. I'm Jenna. My experience inspired me to start Ucora. Just mix a packet of Ucora with water and drink it to flush your urinary tract. Get your life back with Ucora. Get 30% off Ucora when you text HEALTH to 64,000. To get 30% off, text H-E-A-L-T-H to 64000. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by downloading the Financial Focus app. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there is Josh Finelli. And we are both partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the great Pacific Northwest. Thanks for spending some of your chilly weekend with us. I hate the month of November. Days are shorter. Cold. Ugh, stick season. Where I grew up in New Hampshire, it's much worse, though. Skiing to look forward to. Before the end of the month, though, so... Can't wait yeah, for did, you get your fa- did you get your fast pass? So I, I want you to be the first guy to do that. It's like in video, you're going through the line when <laughs> they throw stuff at you. I'm I'm looking forward to watching some. Uh, oh, I want to be. I'm going. To, I'm going. I'm, I'm going the first day, opening day of my bachelor. Not because I'm going to ski. I just want to see somebody go in the fast pass for the first time. I do too. Uh, this comes from the U.S. Treasury Department. Ten years ago, fiscal twenty fiscal year twenty eleven. The government spent four hundred and 
Oh, sorry. That's not what I wanted to read. This one I'm going to read instead. This comes also from the Treasury Department. The average interest rate that the government pays on interest-bearing debt on September 30th of this year was 1.6%. So that on all of the debt the U.S. government has, the average interest rate they're paying on that is 1.6%. That's down from the 2.5% uh, on the same date in 2019, which allows the U.S. to borrow 55% more money today than it borrowed two years ago and still have the same out-of-pocket expense costs. So the U.S. government being brilliant, as we know, they're saying, oh, debt's cheaper. Let's borrow more of it. I saw that they were doing way less 30-year issuance over the last Which couple, is the dumbest <laughs> thing couple ever. Months. They should issue 100-year bonds, but whatever. Well, that was uh, Treasury Secretary uh, Manchin's idea. Not Manchin. Mnuchin. Uh, Mnuchin. Yeah. Mnuchin. And... Uh, they, the other Goldman guy. Yeah, they didn't couldn't put it together. Um, this is a, this is some interesting stat. Before we talk about minimizing taxes when you inherit money, college. So since 1980, the cost of college college has increased by 170 percent, but the pay for young workers, meaning people that just get out of college, is up only 19 percent over that same period. Here's what's happened to college expenses in this country. Um, Essentially, guess who funds all of the debt, most of the debt for college? The U.S. taxpayer. Well, government, right? The government. Yeah. The well, government. They, they, I mean, they guarantee it. Yeah. So, and, and, and that was undertaken during the uh, Bush administration. And so, when you when you have the, the schools have figured this out, they're saying, well, these young kids don't understand. They want to go to Georgetown. They want to go to the University of whatever, and they just want to go. And and they know that their friends went. And so debt. Money getting this money is relatively free. It's backed by the U.S. government, and so schools have said they're in this arms race, right? They build these student centers and these gyms, and they have these awesome football games and all of this stuff. And school, it's this arms race among all of these schools. I mean, my my son is a high school junior, and so uh, you know he he has two things pulling at him. One is he wants to play college baseball, and so navigating that world. And the other side of the equation is these giant universities like the University of Texas that look so cool to him to go to those football games and the facilities that they have, and even like at the University of Oregon. And and so, you know, the schools have gone away from what's their function, right? Their function is to educate these kids. Uh, but in order to attract them, they have to become these mega, they're, they're these self-contained sort of there's little cities. Yeah, and yeah. so um, the cost has just gone up unbelievably, and it's all because of that government-sponsored debt. Well, and college professor pay has stagnated, uh, along with the broader stagnation in uh, real wage growth. But um, administrative salaries have absolutely exploded, and that is another, you know, administrators can functionally pay themselves whatever they want. Because they're the ones deciding. <laughs> and it's, it's not, you know, don't forget, education is a business in this country, and it's the second most powerful lobby after pharmaceuticals. All right, let's talk about when you inherit money, some things you need to think about. Because the CARES Act that was passed in 2020 changed uh, uh, some things that are quite important uh, to a lot of you, especially if you're inheriting money. So it used to be, uh, so let me first say that if you are a husband or a wife and your spouse dies, you can just take over their IRA, move it into your IRA, and you have no requirements of required minimum distributions other than that applies to you and your age. So, like, 
if you're in a husband and wife situation and you're the one of the other beneficiaries, you just take it, move it into your IRA, and and you know no requirements other than based on based on your age and your required minimum distribution requirements. Um, what used to be before the CARES Act is let's say Josh's uh, parents died and he used the primary beneficiary on their IRAs. He used to be able to do what's called a stretch IRA, meaning he could stretch their IRAs out over his lifetime. He would still have to take required minimum distributions based on age, but he could take it out over the rest of his life, meaning, and that's where that stretch term came from. Uh, As part of the CARES Act, uh, under the Trump administration, they said, well, we're going to allow you to stretch it, but but you have to exhaust the IRA over a 10-year period. So in Josh's example, he has to take out his parents' IRA over a 10-year period. And so what we... What's important is that if you're a parent or a grandparent, you need to explain to your children, look, you can, you, you know, you can do whatever you want because I'm going to be dead. But my advisement to you is to minimize your taxes and to make this a bigger benefit to you and get more money over time is instead of taking it out that first year when I die because you'll have to pay ordinary income on the whole amount. So let's say you have a kid that makes a bunch of money couple $300,000 a year, $200,000 a year, uh, and your IRA is $800,000 a year. If they tack out your whole IRA on top, it's going to be in that 800,000 is going to be on top of their 300. They're going to have 1.1 million in ordinary income that year that they're going to have to pay taxes in the highest bracket on. If they do it over a 10 year period, they can spread that $800,000 over 10 years. More, most likely, if they keep it invested in a good allocated portfolio, instead of 800000 they might get a million, one, two, three, four, whatever, depending on how the portfolio does. And they spread that tax liability out over 10 years. So it's very important that you advise. And, you know, in our case, for our clients, we explain to the, to the kids or the grandkids that inherit money, look, to minimize your taxes and make sure this money lasts longer and you'll get more. Do it over a 10-year period. Uh, that doesn't mean that everybody always goes, they just say, send me the money, and you know they don't understand the tax liability that they're going to have associated with that. If it is a Roth IRA, you still have to take it out 10 years after the person died. But what I would tell you, if you don't need the money, wait the full 10 years because all money that comes out of a Roth IRA comes out tax-free. Uh, and so if you are a kid or a grandkid and you inherit an, a Roth IRA, Yes, you have to take it out 10 years after that person has died. But what I would tell you is leave the thing in the Roth, keep it invested for the full 10 years. You won't have to pay taxes on that during that 10-year period, and you'll get it tax-free at the end of the 10 years. Uh, lastly, uh, as, as the rules are now, for non-qualified assets, so a house, um, taxable investment accounts, you get a step-up in cost basis uh, on that stuff. And so if you want to make changes, you want to try to make those changes soon after you get that money because there's not going to be any gains associated with that. So know that all of, the, all of your after-tax assets, you get a step up in cost basis, meaning, you know, let's say your parents bought the S&P 500 index fund at 50 and it's now 500. Uh, when they die, your new basis for cost is 500, not their cost basis. So you don't have to pay any taxes if you sell it at 500. And so that's why we always sell, tell people, if you want to make changes to the portfolio to make it look uh, like something that you would want to own versus your parents, make changes soon after they die so there's not much much tax liability there. All right, if you want to sign up for our e-news, go to our website, northwestquadrantwalt.com. A little box will pop up, and you can uh, put your information in there. 
When we come back, we're going to talk about what diversification really means. A lot of you have the word diversification confused, so we're going to explain it. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market trends. You can always watch past videos on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Choice Urgent Care, we're going beyond COVID. We've worked hard together to get through this. If you get hurt or become ill, we care about keeping you out of the emergency room. In Bend and Redmond, FamilyChoiceUC.com. Auto Network Group is stocked up and ready for winter with the pre-owned SUVs you want at below market prices. We just received over 30 different 2018 to 2019 four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive SUVs with more and more added daily in all years and models. And our easy financing options will get you into the SUV you want. Auto Network Group on Robo Lane behind Target and at angbend.com. About 100 years ago, Bend started up as a lumber town with mostly small wooden homes built to shelter the mill workers. Today, it's a bustling city of startups and established businesses with a tremendous variety of homes built to enjoy the outdoor lifestyle. For more than half of that century, Duke Warner Realty has been here to help people buy and sell those homes. Family owned and operated since 1967, Duke Warner has a team of brokers who know the community and the market inside out. With many decades of expertise in the Central Oregon area, we're your friends and neighbors who believe that combining old-fashioned hard work with the newest technologies gives you the competitive edge. We'll walk you through the listings, the comps, the offers, the counteroffers, the inspections, the escrow, the close. Closing. We'll even walk you through the walkthrough until finally the celebration. So if you're ready to move now or anytime in the next hundred years, contact Duke Warner Realty because when it comes to real estate, you can't fake experience. Cozy Cat Lodge is the cat's meow. Brand new, quiet, comfortable boarding for cats only. Your cat can enjoy their own private space or the company of others in the Cozy Cat Lounge. Affordable and conveniently located between Bend and Redmond on 97. MyCozyCatLodge.com did you know pediatric dentists are the pediatricians of dentistry? Deschutes Pediatric Dentistry is a kid-friendly practice, making each dental visit a positive experience. Welcome our newest dentist, Dr. Campbell, to better serve you. Your kids will love Dr. Campbell and Deschutes Pediatric Dentistry in Redmond and in Bend. Deschutes Pediatric Dentistry.
Hey, this is DJ Super Save with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code LOCK and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and Use promo code LOCK to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back. And there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code LOCK to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code LOCK. The mission is clear. Give transparent wealth building advice every week. No sugarcoating, just down to earth real market happenings that you can use today. Make sure you follow us on YouTube and get our twice monthly e newsletter. If you'd like to take us up on a free retirement review, one of us to give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life, your portfolio, your financial plan, your state plan, whatever is important to you. If you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get it scheduled, 800-743-0988, or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and send us an email. This comes from Morgan Housel, and I, I think... Uh, I find that Morgan Housel is great. He's on Twitter. He has uh, the collaborative fund. Um, he he's in, lives in the Midwest. He's a smart young guy. Does he live in Seattle? I thought he lived in the Midwest. No, nah, he's a Seattle boy. Who cares? He's a he ski racer somewhere. though. Came from came from uh, Squaw Valley. That doesn't make him smart. I promise. But um, what's in, he 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 is very introspective and thoughtful about lots of things that go on in the world, and that's why I like reading a lot of what he has to Writing say. Writing that uh, belies his young age. Yeah, I mean, he's he's much smarter than his age would tell you, um, or wise, I should say. Uh, and, and this, what I'm about to read, applies to us as well, because everybody uh, tries to find cause or blame, one cause or one blame for events, and oftentimes it's not one thing. Uh, he says, the problem with economics is that trends rarely have one cause, but many people need to cause blame or praise. And so, like, if you think about, you know, Josh and I and every talking head out there tries to come up with some very distinct, absolute reason why certain things are happening. And the reality is, is it usually it's a confluence of a lot of things uh, that create a, the situation we're in now, for example, or what goes on in politics. It's, you know, like the, the, the progressive left tries to, to say, this is why we lost these midterm elections. And they're very specific about it. And it's not one specific thing. Uh, I, and, and so that's I, the way that I think we need to think about more things in our life. The greatest thinkers of today, whether it's Schiller and, you know, narrative, <laughs> narrative economics. Schiller. Well, no, I mean, he's a great thinker. But uh, I, you know what I would, who I would attribute and give the most credit to is like Nassim Taleb, and you know there's a great book he wrote called Fooled by Randomness, where he highlights this very reality, which is like our intuition as human. You know, we want to create these narratives to explain things, and of course they're obvious in retrospect, but uh, the randomness of events is 
far greater than people really realize. And you look at an outcome and you say, oh, of course, I mean, the, the writing was on the wall that this was going to happen. But uh, the margin for things to have been different is just razor thin. and Well, the unbelievable randomness like of the sports. universe being created. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the earth existing and then, you know, human beings and all of it, the randomness of that is but you just hard at, to fathom. You look at, like, the college football season and, like, the, it's just this game of inches, right? And it could have gone yeah, so... Or bad coaching in the Ducks yeah, case. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> But uh, we are, we're just fooled by randomness, and it, it wasn't obvious. Um, before we talk about what diversification means for a lot of you and why you have it messed uh, backwards, um, here, here's some price-to-earnings ratios of some high-flying tech stocks, and this matters. Like, you know, there's so many people that say multiples don't matter on a, on on how stocks do going forward, and that's definitely true in the short term, but in the long term, multiples matter. So the price-to-earnings multiple of Tesla is 383 times earnings. Amazon, 64. Netflix, 61. Microsoft, 37. Google is about in line with the S&P, and, and Google might be the best business in the history of the world. I actually hate Google uh, and what they do for to our business, but I really, as a somebody who appreciates business, Google is probably the best business in the history of the world. Wouldn't you agree? Can you think of a better business than Google? No. I, well, They're a toll on the internet. I mean, and this is not we're, not, we're not talking about the stock specifically. We're just, it, it, when you are part of an on, you know, when you have to market your business online, it's a, yeah, it's like the Warren Buffett deal where I, I mean you you have to pay you have to pay them a boatload of money to exist in the virtual world and there's not another option. Well, yeah, I mean people have talked about there's another option. So so Buffett famously said when he was a kid he used to want to have he he grew up in Omaha and he wanted to have toll booths on that main uh the main road in Dodge is the main uh road going uh east and west in Omaha and he used to want to have a toll booth on there to collect uh, money that everybody drove you know if he could collect 5 cents from every car he he'd count the cars in an hour and he he figured out how many cars drove through there in a year and he knew he could be a millionaire in a year well google is essentially a toll on the internet which is huge, and and people don't understand, and I don't want to get into what I mean by that, but uh, the fact that they've created a monopoly on the Internet is unbelievable. There is no other search. Google is it, and, and, and if you want to advertise, if you want to do a lot, if you want to have a business that's relevant, you have to pay Google money. It's unbelievable how good of a business it is. They They just have people walking out, filling up trunks full of money, walking back in, Going back, dumping it in their treasury, and then going back out—it's unbelievable. And the reason the stock doesn't trade at a higher price is because of all of the regulatory concern. You know, the trust buster people that are out there. I mean, it's already started to happen in Europe. But you know, take that out of the equation, it's so unbelievable the business. Yeah, it's uh, the best toll road ever. All right, Josh, let's talk about. There's two types of diversification in our world, right? There's diversification of your portfolio. And then let's talk about the other diversification that people out there are doing because we've been seeing it a lot lately. And and the, the difference between the two and why the people that think about it from diversification of where my money is, people need to get out of that thinking. So explain the, the difference between the two. Well, diversification that we preach and that we want you to employ, whether you're a client or not, is diversification within your asset allocation, meaning, you know, owning different types of assets that are both correlated and non-correlated, but, you know, that mix and the percentage, the proportion that you apply to each asset class is ultimately what uh, drives the return of your specific portfolio. But in that example, you can have all your money at one custodian. Exactly. And, you know, you can have 
you know, you're, whether your account's at Schwab or TD Ameritrade or LPL or, you know, the Vanguard, whatever it is, wherever, whatever, wherever you choose to custody, you can achieve diversification just by the, the, you know, the asset classes you choose to include within your portfolio. That's going to do it for you. What we've seen in a lot of prospect meetings lately is this dispersion across custodians, and that is looked at by the, you know, that prospect or as being diversification. And in most instances, they actually own essentially the same asset class across a bunch of different funds with a different label at a different place. So, so here's what that looks like. You might have this. Tell me if this is you. You might have three 401ks at different companies. So one at Fidelity, one at an insurance company, one at Lincoln. So there's three 401ks. You might have a, a, a American Funds account. You might have an Investor account. You might have a Franklin Templeton account. You might have an account at Vanguard. And you might have a Schwab account. And in your mind, you think, well, I don't have all my eggs in one basket. My assets are scattered around. And that yet when you look at all your total portfolio, you might have essentially the S&P 500 in your portfolio or some version of all U.S. large cap stocks. So not only your portfolio is not diversified, but then you've created an absolute nightmare for your estate and for your beneficiaries. Uh, and, and quite frankly, there's a good chance. I mean, Josh met with a, per- a person that had probably accounts of 15 different places. So and that person was single. So there's a good chance that when that person dies... You know, some of those statements for those some of those accounts only come out once a year. That person changes the address. The address forwarding doesn't happen. Some of that money might get lost to a sheetman. I mean, like the, the beneficiaries might not even get it because the beneficiaries are the ones that ultimately are the ones responsible. And, and you know, we see a lot of these instances of folks that are you know in the early innings of diminished capacity, and it's just like they're. I would have a hard time keeping track of it all, and I know that they do. And once they, you know, their beneficiaries sell their home address and whatever it is, like. They're not going to be able to keep track of it either. So do yourself a favor, uh, consolidate within a single custodian, make your life easier, and give yourself a better better gauge on how you're doing from an investing standpoint. Because then you can build a true diversified portfolio because you can look at it all in one place. It's one login. Your beneficiaries have one place to go. Like Josh said, if you're losing some of your capabilities, uh, it's much easier to explain to somebody, here's where all my money is. Diversification among different custodians is not diversification. You are not doing yourself or any of your beneficiaries any favor. So we're not saying you have to do it at a financial advisor, but you can do it at a, custo- a good custodian like a Schwab or a TD or Fidelity. Or if you hire somebody like us, we do a lot of that uh, consolidating of assets for people. You are making your life and your beneficiary's life very complicated. And I would submit your investment returns are suffering because you're doing it that way. All right. If you want us to take us up on a free retirement review, we can take a look. If you are in that situation, call our office to get that scheduled. 800 800- Seven four three zero nine eight eight, or go to our website northwestquadrantwealth.com and send us an email. When we come back, we're going to tackle some of those email questions. So stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. Eight hundred seven four three. 0988. Again, 800 743 0988. 
Are you tired of living with chronic pain, knee pain, joint pain? Listen carefully. There are now new treatments available here. Not talking about surgery or steroids. These are regenerative treatments from the medical pros at QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Lars Larson. QC Connects is the leader in these exciting biologic therapies. They restore and repair damaged tissue in your joints with lasting results. If you've got pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back, joint pain that doesn't go away, you need to check out these new treatments with astonishing patient satisfaction. They can actually help your body restore and repair itself. No downtime, no drugs, no surgery. Call now to schedule your free consultation at QC Kinetics. 541-215-8840. Tired of dealing with joint pain? You want to get moving again? You need to learn more about how biologic therapies change the way we think about dealing with joint pain. It's exciting stuff. Don't wait. Call them up today. QC Kinetics, 541-215-8840. 541-215-8840. Looking for your own place without breaking the bank? Your search is over. Wild Horse Mesa in Prideville offers your choice of two- and three-bedroom affordable apartments. This brand-new community boasts high-end finishes, air conditioning, washers and dryers, and a private patio or deck. Meet new neighbors in your Central Oregon Oasis at the pool, fitness center, or club room. Wild Horse Mesa has every comfort of home in a brand new package. Google Wild Horse Mesa for details. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. I am Mosley Water and so are you, bringing you a public sanity announcement from the Cosmic Depot. Stop the frantic rush and put yourself in a position of calm repose. Be in this moment with a smile on your face and a light in your heart. The darkness of winter will be transcended with the warmth of love, the kindness in words, and peace in your thoughts. Remain in a place of giving. You have the pure potential to manifest everything wonderful and bright. Live joy and take pleasure now. Give thanks to the air we breathe and gratitude for the water which replenishes our form. May you fill your heart with comfort and may your mind be full of curiosity and wonder. The Cosmic Depot celebrates this mantra with you seven days a week at 342 Northeast Clay in Bend. Check out the supreme collection of exceptional gifts at affordable prices. Gift wrapping is always free at the Cosmic Depot, Ben's one-stop happy shop. Ring 541-385-7478 or check out thecosmicdepot.com for directions. Hi, this is Leslie James, and I want to tell you about my friends at OsteoStrong who've been helping me reverse my osteoporosis. I have never felt stronger than I do today. Even though strong is in their name, I couldn't have imagined I would be lifting my 85-pound dog into the car as if she were a cat. Oh, and OsteoStrong hooked me up with a diet plan to speed up my bone-building process, and as a surprise bonus, I lost 20 pounds, feeling stronger and healthier than ever before. Be better. Call OsteoStrong today. If you do business in Bend, we should talk. T-Mobile for Business is helping small businesses unlock more opportunity with unlimited plans built for business on America's largest 5G network, starting at $25 per line. Plus, right now, get Facebook advertising on us. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash small business. Customers using over 50 gigs a month may notice reduced speeds due to prioritization. Video at 480p for business unlimited select with six plus lines with auto pay plus taxes and fees. Facebook offer via $200 virtual prepay card when switching with three new lines. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 
800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Welcome back to this week, chilly weekend here in the Northwest. Uh, thanks for listening to Financial Focus Radio. My name's Tyler Simonis. That feller over there is Josh Finelli, and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the great Pacific Northwest. It's funny. So I grew up in the Northeast, and I thought that that was the center of the universe. When you were growing up, did you think Oregon was the center of the universe? I've always thought California was the center of the Oh, world. really? Is that what a lot of kids from Oregon think? I think so. <laughs> I took my son to a baseball thing in Alabama, and I was standing by the dugout, and they were like saying where everybody was from and my son, they get to him and he's like, Oregon. And they're like, Oregon, where's Oregon? These kids didn't in the Southeast didn't know where, and he was like above California, your California point. And they're like, Oh, okay. I know where it is now. That's the reference point that you always use with like Europeans or whatever. Above California. When you go to Asia, you're like, Oh yeah, it's right by California. And And they're like, like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Europeans for the most part, you know, especially like British or whatever though, or the Germans, they, they know Portland for sure. Oh, yeah. But uh, you get... To... Yeah, I remember growing up in New England, I thought everybody in the rest of the country must be doofuses and that we were the center of the universe. And then I moved all over the country and I was like, wait, the doofuses are actually in New England. <laughs> yeah. All the chowd heads. Uh, this comes from the Treasury Department. I was re- started to read this a second ago. Um, Ten years ago, fiscal tw- year 2011, the government spent $486 billion on Medicare, $731 million on Social Security, and 227 on debt interest. During the fiscal year 2021, the government spent $700 billion on Medicare, $1.13 trillion on Social Security, and 352 on debt interest. Those numbers can't keep going in the direction that they're headed. It's not going to be pretty. Um, so, you know what's funny about market tops? Is that at market tops, and I'm not saying we're at a market top, but I bet we're closer to a market top than we are to a bottom. People think that the future is known, that it's rainbows and butterflies, that if anything goes wrong, our government will fix it. Uh, And this is a headline from the Los Angeles Times in January of 1929, uh, which was 10 months before we know what happened uh, in the U.S. economy. Uh, here's here's the headline. Economic activities are so diversified that only a cataclysm, cataclysm could bring about a depression. Well, guess what happened? <laughs> you know, I read a statistic uh, last week that blew my mind. Only two and a half percent of uh, investors or two and a half percent of Americans actually owned equities in 1929. Have you heard that? I don't think that that could be true. No, it was it was uh, it was from a valid source. I'm trying to. People magazine? No, 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 no. It was um, Twitter. I, I want it was Donald some, Trump's. It was Facebook some page. Asset, it was some. It was no. It was some. It was some uh, asset management blog. But you know that it was just. Oh, you know, blog. Okay, then you're right. Uh, it's good. It was attributed to a historical <laughs> source of reference, but um, no, the ownership of stocks was was like at an all time high because remember, like people that like stay at home, like housewives own stocks and they were leveraged. Like, yeah, but much of that is just anecdotal and like. No, because they have the they have the leverage data. They might have owned like an interest in a trust that was in purported, you know. Yeah, but that's ownership owned. in stocks. Yeah. It's, but it was the point is just that obviously I don't think what, you can make your argument without your data. <laughs> what, what happens in capital markets, you know, infects the rest of the world, and uh, of course, you know, and we've talked about this on the show a bunch, but um, that 
the business cycle is such now that asset prices and asset price corrections are the recession. Oh yeah, the next recession is going to be caused it, by a rollover in the market. Asset prices do not are you know the business cycle used to cause the recession. It is now asset values, and for better or worse, that's because of you know Federal Reserve intervention that uh, has you know stoking the wealth effect to drive additional consumer spending and carry our economy forward. Uh, asset prices and asset price corrections are the recession. Yeah, there is no business cycle anymore because they ma- try to manage it, and that creates worse recessions. All right, let's kick off a financial free pro. Um, we got an email from a Greg R. And Greg says we are constantly bombarded with radio and TV commercials from companies touting investments in silver and gold which they claim are certain to go up in value. Considering how much inflation is up, do you think precious metals will be a good hedge against our current inflationary environment? I can't figure out why gold hasn't risen more as inflation has risen. Uh, I think that... That's a good question. He's got a point. It's a a very good question. Um, You know, gold has... there. You go back and look at historic performance. There's periods of inflation, of sustained inflation, where gold has not uh, provided that hedging effect. And I would argue that... Uh, and I don't want to use those four most expensive words in the English language. This time is different. But, um, you know, much of the speculative bid under uh, precious metals has shifted to digital assets. And uh, a lot of those, you know, what would have been gold bugs uh, of the millennial and Gen Z now tipping their toes into uh, unbridled speculation. But a lot of the speculative bid under precious metals has moved to this new esoteric form of investing. Well, whether it's whether it's cryptocurrency or NFTs or you know you name the crazy uh, du jour thing, I mean, but you know it, it's hard to say that a currency. So, you know, when you think about cryptocurrencies, they're not being used. Uh, you know, there's no utility to them, and so people are buying them because the price is going up. And so, I, I don't rem- we know of a time we don't know of any time when people were buying currencies as an inflation head. That's never been a thing in investing. No. And so, but at this point, you know, like if you ask somebody, well, what's Bitcoin? They say it's a currency. And you say, well, how is a currency an inflation hedge? And the answer is it's not. So, Greg, you're right in that, and Josh's explanation is good in that, you know, some of the money that normally would go into gold as the inflation hedge has gone into some of these other more esoteric assets. Uh, You know, the way we look at any of these assets, whether it's gold, silver, whatever it might be, they're sort of like buying insurance. You know, you're paying a little bit of money uh, on an insurance policy um, with a big payoff if something really bad happens. And that's the way to think about gold or silver or even Bitcoin, I guess. We don't we don't agree with that. I haven't not own any. I don't I don't think I'll ever have own you, any. Have you ever? Is there someone that you can find on the Forbes list that made no. their fortune in precious metals? No, of course not. Or precious just, metal speculation. Just like there's very few people on that list. It comes from that. It comes from real estate, but people love real estate. Yeah. So you know, when you think about, would would you rather over your lifetime own Costco or a bar of gold? You know, it's for me, it's a no brainer. Um, yet people, it, it it always comes up, right? It's like this this central theme of like. You know, well, that's a place where you can, you know, but really, if you look at since 1974, when gold started trading, um, it's really not even kept up with money markets uh, in terms of return. There are periods when it does really extraordinarily well, uh, but over time, over a full cycle, it hasn't done uh, really any, anybody any favors. Uh, all right. That is our show this week. Thank you for joining us. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. 
been listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show, Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit financialfocusradio.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstance and, if necessary, seek professional advice.